0: Do you have a lot of ideas? Do you struggle to keep them straight? Do you maybe have a challenge around figuring out what ideas to focus on now and which of those ideas you should put off until later? that sounds like you, I've got some amazing content for you today. We're going to pull in the audio from a video that I just uploaded to my YouTube channel. If you want to follow along, watch the video. I'm diagramming some stuff out on, on my easel and all that kind of stuff. Just go to ellerywells.com slash tap your ideas. That's tap your ideas And TAP stands for Track, Analyze, and Prioritize. So I'm going to cut to the audio, and I'll be right back at the end to wrap up. I bet you've had some really amazing ideas throughout the course of your business. In fact, I hope one of those amazing ideas is to stay through the end of this training because I want this to be one of the most densely packed trainings that I have ever done. But if you've had great ideas and you've kept a list of them, maybe it's in a shoebox, maybe it's in a notebook, and if you're trying to figure out how to track, analyze, prioritize all of your great ideas so that you know which ones will make you the most money and which ones you should find focus on, stay tuned, because I've got five steps that will show you exactly what you need to do, plus we're gonna give you examples, and I'm telling you, this is gonna be some amazing training, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Ellery Wells from ElleryWells.com, and my goal today is to empower and equip you with the right mindset and the right tools so that you can be successful in today's business world, and to do that, we're gonna talk about how you can figure out which ideas need your time and which ones maybe you could put off To later but before we go any further let me tell you just real quick if you don't have a mastermind group a group of men or women fellow entrepreneurs who are going through the challenges of starting building and growing a business if you don't have a group that you can go through with it's gonna be much harder to figure out how to track analyze and prioritize these ideas because you're only gonna be stuck in your own head you've got to be able to get out there and network with other people in a mastermind or a coach is a great uh, way to do that. So if (laughs) this is all really good information, it's better if you have a mastermind. But let's take a look at number one okay so part one is simply focus on your goal it may seem obvious to begin with the end in mind but all the time I'm surprised by how many of my clients come to me and I do it myself it's not just clients but we come up with these ideas that they sound good at first but they don't get us any closer to achieving our goal as an entrepreneur your time is really precious and pursuing ideas that don't take you closer to your goal or achieving your goal they don't make a whole lot of sense and when you have a clearly defined goal you are able to judge every single action that you're going to take today, this week, next week against whether or not it will get you closer or further away from that goal. And in the context of of tracking and analyzing and prioritizing all of your your ideas, if you're keeping a list of these ideas, you can then begin to go down that list of ideas and judge each one whether or not it will help you achieve whatever that goal is that you wanna achieve in six, 12, 18 months. So the first step would be keeping a list of all of these ideas. The next step is going to be really uh, understanding which stage of business that you are in. So we've got the four stages of business. Let's figure out what those are. So, the first stage of business is acquisition. The next stage of business is activation. Third step, monetization. And finally, retention, keeping people coming back. Okay, so let's go through each one of these. Acquisition is when you are acquiring new customers, creating new leads, or when you're driving traffic to your website or to your business, to your store, getting foot traffic. You are acquiring new people into the ecosystem of your business. Number two, activation, is when you are asking those leads, asking those people who come into your store to make a decision, buy or leave, basically. And if you don't have a product just yet, or they don't want the product that you're selling at that moment, maybe it's sign up for your email list. Activation can be as simple as just getting someone to take the action that you want them to take. Number three, monetization. This is where you are creating new products, you are making new services, you're growing revenue, you're making sales, and you are closing deals. Finally, if you are in this fourth stage of business, this is whenever you are focusing on how you work with and treat and interact with your customers after you've monetized them, after they've made a purchase, after they've left your store, after they've left your website. This That's the stage for retention to help you achieve uh, step number one which is to focus on your goal here are a few questions that you might want to ask number one what stage of business am I in number two what action do I want my customers to take and again how you answer these questions will determine how you move forward for example the action could be to buy the action could be to subscribe the action could be to just show up And each one of those answers will dictate or indicate what you should do next. Question number three, am I trying to sell something or is my goal to keep my brand in front of my audience? So one is awareness, one is monetization. Different campaigns, different advertising and marketing strategies play into each one of those. fourth question is, what will make the biggest impact on my business right now? That's a question that only you can answer, but what activity what idea will help you focus on your goal and which one is going to make the biggest impact today we're going to get into that here in just a second how you can figure out which one of these will have the most impact which one of your ideas will benefit your business the most so stick around step number two it's time to analyze the opportunity okay if you don't know what you have how are you going to figure out what you want or what you need i know super deep super profound but we need to dive into the analytics of your business some of the details some of the behind the scenes things not the prettiness on the shelf we need to understand our business if you have a website you need to know why people leave that website if you have a store why do they leave your store do they leave empty-handed if so why or let's assume you are making sales and you're keeping people in your store, why? You gotta understand that too. Why are they choosing you over your competitors? Because if you lose that competitive advantage or your competitor comes out so something new, something fresh, something maybe more comfortable, you might lose some of your customers to them. So knowing why people come to you is equally as important as knowing why they go somewhere else. So in the context of your ideas, you have to first understand your business. The second thing is let's look at a SWOT analysis. Is this a term with which you are familiar? Here's what SWOT analysis stands for. Are you saying it in your head with me? SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Sometimes we don't wanna talk about the threats to our business, but they are there. Let's do a quick rundown of these before we move on. Strengths are factors that increase your chances of success in whatever you're doing, whatever idea you want to pursue. If it's the best idea out there or the best product, it's gonna be a strength. Weaknesses are reasons that your idea that your project might fail. Things like the economy, although that's kind of a weak one. economies go up and down, so you can't really say, oh, it's the economy and that's that's why this failed. A weakness might be super aggressive marketing campaigns from your competitors, they're outspending you, they they have better customer acquisition or lower customer acquisition costs, they have better marketing, those could all be weaknesses as well. Opportunities are the upside you might have if your idea works. What is something cool That could happen and how could today's idea sprout wings and fly and turn into other things what are some things that maybe this seed of an idea could possibly turn into tomorrow that would be an opportunity a threat these are people uh, events competitors uh, technology that could prevent your idea from working and sometimes a threat could be your own limitations if you haven't built a successful team around you a team of experts maybe that mastermind we were talking about before you know, someone coming in with all of those other things where they've, they've balanced their, their ideas through their mastermind, they have shored up their weaknesses and have built a team around them. If you don't have those things, that could be a threat as well. So now there's one critical thing after you've gone through the SWOT analysis that you should give some serious thought to, and that is whether or not your idea has been done before. Have you ever looked at you like, oh, I've got this great idea, but it's been done. Was that a good thing? Or was it a bad thing? Well, it depends on your perspective, but I think in general, it's a good thing. If your idea has been tried before, that's some validation for you and you can look at what they did well, what they didn't do well, and you can uh, improve on their product or you can avoid the mistakes that that they made. Or if your your unique idea has been tried just dozens and dozens and dozens of times, you might be entering a really, crowded market, you might want to stay away. However, just because the market is crowded doesn't mean you need to stay away. A perfect example of a time when you might want to go into a crowded market is if you're wanting to buck trends and do something different. One of my clients just did this in the rodeo industry, and they are making massive waves because they are doing things a different way. They looked at how the industry was being operated, and they just went, boop, and they changed it. So if you're looking at your business model or your idea and it's been done before, don't let that shy you away from pursuing an idea that could have really big upside and could lead to other opportunities even though there are threats because like I said, there are threats to every idea. There are threats to every business and every business model. And one thing that I would suggest is just do a do one of these. You know, put your strengths, weaknesses, your opportunities and threats, just put it in a bar graph, just diagram it all out, get it all out of your head, put it out on paper, and you can figure it out once it's out where you can see it. All right, next up, we need to talk about how we're going to brainstorm around the opportunities that we have just listed and we've just put through the SWOT analysis all right like i said brainstorming activities now it's time to see how your ideas stack up against your other ideas and how they fit into the stage of business that you are in because you might have really great ideas but you are in the acquisition you are in the growth stage of your business not necessarily the retention and some of your ideas like a loyalty program maybe that might be more retention not necessarily on acquisition or activation so you might have really great ideas we just got to filter if they're going to fit okay so what we're going to do now is we're going to come up with three different ideas for each one of these and my guess is you're going to be able to take one from each if not more than one of from each and apply it directly to your business. See, I told you this was gonna be valuable training for you. So let's take a closer look. Okay, some of my acquisition ideas are split testing. Split testing is just like A-B testing. Red button versus orange button, blue versus purple, which one ever gets more clicks or action. So we're going to uh, split test lead magnets. We want to test uh, new layouts new designs, new logos. You know, if you have a store, what if your shelves went over here and your checkout counter went over here in the front or the back, testing all of this kind of stuff. So lead magnets are the opt-in boxes and I am also testing landing pages. By the way, if you go to ellerywells.com slash tap your ideas, like track, analyze, prioritize, tap your ideas, I have links to software, tools, and resources that will help you with each one of these. If you're watching this on ellerywells.com, scroll down and they'll be below this video. Okay, let's move to activation because generally, this is like one, this is two, this would be three, and then this would be four, like in the growth stages of your business, right? So we've got uh, activation, this would be like a new email series, autoresponders, automations, just getting people more aware of your business, knowledgeable about what you have to offer. Number two might be test coupons. If you don't like coupons, try them, see if they work. Try two for one, try buy one, get one, try 10% off, try 20% off. It all comes down to testing to see which one your customers in your market responds to the best. Something else that you could try would be test videos, like how-to videos for your products. Uh, If you've got an online store, sometimes having a video increases conversion rates if you show people how to use the product simple stuff like that is always worth testing. So you should absolutely uh, be testing and trying these new things. Now let's look at monetization ideas. So these would be things like new products. Uh, you could reach out to people who have added things to their cart but left, they didn't pay. So those would be cart abandonment, done. Abandon- <laughs> Another one might be, uh, oh, I love these upsells and cross sells. If you like this product, you might also like this product. Or people who bought this product also bought this product. Cross sells, upsells, those are just low hanging fruit. Those are so easy to implement and can really just jack up your profit margins. So upsells, cross-sells, I love those. Finally, retention. What can you do to retain customers? Keep them coming back, interact with them after they've left your store, after they have made their purchase, after they have left your website. What can you do to retain those relationships? All right, let's look at these. Welcome, kids. My pen's not running out of ink. It's the angle on this wedge welcome kits, send these to new subscribers, new customers, new members, anybody that signs up for one of your services, how can you welcome them into your community or the ecosystem of your business? Welcome kits, fantastic idea. Fantastic idea because nobody does them. Look at what everybody else is doing, do the opposite, key to success right there. All right, number two, uh, a start here series. This could include a beginner's guide, how to get started, Uh, get to know my business. There's a lot of ways that you can apply this to your business model. One of the businesses that I own is cigarscore.com and I work with a lot of cigar lounge owners. How to get started with with cigars. How to understand this. What does all of this mean? If you listen to the Ellery Wells Show, I did a blog and podcast about the entrepreneur's dictionary. Those are just basic terms that everybody, every entrepreneur needs to know. That is a start here video and training. Finally, this is one I don't get to do all that often, but I love doing this. Call new customers. That's ran out of space. <laughs> Call new customers. Oh, here's a bonus one for you, number four, handwritten cards. If you can get somebody's address, send them a card. If you have their purchase data or their shipping information, write them a card and say, thank you for making your purchase. Here's the thing. Listen to this real quick. People go statistically to a job that they don't like to make money, and if they just spent that money with you, they did something they didn't want to do so they could give you money. Why not send them a card and say thank you? You don't have to go into all that detail, thanks for going to your crappy job, (laughs) you don't have to do that, but say thank you for being a customer, and by the way. Thanks for watching and if you like this video, click the like button if you like this type of training and make sure you subscribe to the channel here and we'll deliver more business building content for you. Okay, before we move on, in the context of tracking, analyzing, and prioritizing all of your ideas, write down all of your ideas, not just the good ones or the ones that you think might become something amazing down the road. Bad ideas are the seeds for good ideas. Write that down. Bad ideas are the seeds for good ideas. If you don't come up with bad ideas, <laughs> you'll never know which ones are your good ideas. And like I said, that cultivization, is that a word? When you cultivize, when you brainstorm, your, your brain gets better at coming up with new ideas. So write them all down, even the bad ones. Okay, number four, this is one of my favorite parts. This is prioritizing and scoring all of those ideas. Okay, this is something that you're going to want to take some notes on ice. Write this on your paper, write this in your notepad, whatever. I'm going to tell you exactly what these are here in just a second. But ice, that's what we're going to talk about. Now that you have your ideas listed, categorized, analyzed and brainstormed, it is time to determine which of these ideas in a mathematical uh, formula and a process, not just like winging it or guessing it. A phrase I have started using with my clients is ice and that stands for impact confidence and ease or if you're looking at my show notes easiness (laughs) impact confidence and easiness let's dive into what each one of those is first off impact is how much of an impact on your business on your bottom line a particular idea have on your biz and bottom line If the idea is not going to help you move the needle forward or help you achieve those goals, let's put it aside for now. And also we're going to want to score each one of these on a scale of 1 to 10. This is going to be critical because this will give you a mathematical value to the quality of each one of your ideas. So impact, uh, if it's going to have uh, a lot of impact, maybe it's a 10, 8 or 9. Or, you know, it's probably only going to generate a little bit of profit. It's only going to uh, generate a little bit of people coming into my door. Maybe it's it's a two or three. But as an example, would adding a premium service or a subscription service have a major or minor impact on your business And we'll talk about how that would apply to ease and confidence here in a second because while it might be highly profitable, it may not be easy to implement. The next up is the confidence. You need to score your ideas zero to 10 on how confident you are that the idea will work. Are you confident that adding this new product, this new service, or taking this action will have an impact on your biz or your bottom line? finally look at your idea through the lens of how easy it is for you to implement it it might have a big impact selling a ten thousand dollar product might be huge for your business you know it'll work but it's going to take you six years to put it all together probably not something you're gonna want to focus on when you are focusing on keeping your lights on or perhaps whenever you are in the process of acquiring or activating your customers. It all flows together. So buying a new rental house, that might have a huge impact on passive income. If you are in real estate, you might have high confidence that you could pull it off and that it would have the impact that you wanted. I'm not in real estate, so I would have low confidence in buying a new rental house. And then easiness, if you've got the startup capital versus if you don't have the startup capital, or whatever it takes. This is how you can score all of your ideas. An idea that gets a score of 25 should be implemented faster and sooner than an idea that gets a ICE score of 13 so when you go through your list you ice them all write down their score and then take the ones that score the highest and implement those first so like i said if something gets a 25 versus something gets gets a 13 let's focus on this one first cool next up Test and experiments. This is where I have a lot of fun. I love testing, I love experimenting, I love seeing what works, what doesn't work, and, and making tweaks. I know very little about cars, but I, I vision envision myself as being like the mechanic in the garage, experimenting, tinkering, trying new things. But that's what we need to talk about here for step five. Test and experiment. So what we want to do in this phase is implement something that we learned maybe elementary or middle school and that's the scientific method and I'm going to tweak that a little bit here to how it applies to business so first step hypothesize second step build third step validate and fourth step optimize so let's break these down you want to hypothesize what you expect will happen with everything that you are going to test or try at least come up with a theory of how you think it will turn out if you don't you won't know if you hit the mark or you missed it at least have an expectation of how you think things will go number two build your product build your service put the idea into action create the new thing whatever it is and put it into action the next step Validate it. Do you make more sales? Do you make less sales? Do you get more people to your website? Do you get more people to view your videos or less? Just validate your idea so that we can see if we're right or not. And then after you've gone through these, maybe, maybe uh, go back and forth, hypothesize, build, validate, tweak, make some changes, all that kind of stuff, then you need to get into optimization. Once you have the idea that works, let's make it better. That's the optimization part of this scientific method. Hypothesize, build, validate, optimize, and make it as best as we can. And in the context of the ice, did it have the impact that you wanted it to? We've gone through, we've tested our impact, our confidence, our ease. We've created a hypothesis about what we think will happen. We've built it. We've gone through the creation process we have validated it, okay, this did work. Now, did it make the impact that we wanted it to from the ice there? And then can we optimize it to have an even greater impact? So when you're looking at your whole list of ideas, we've outlined today, and we're not even done just yet, we have outlined a really solid system for you to go through your shoebox or your notebook of ideas so that you can figure out what your next right step is in your business. Again, whether or not you are in the activation acquisition, monetization, or retention, what's right for you, we now have a framework for you to move forward with that. And finally, if I can give you one more piece of advice, I wanna tell you two things. Number one, I've had a lot of projects that I had high confidence in and they went well, but they didn't quite have the impact on my business that I expected them to. Don't be afraid to fail. Second, you can often use a lot of your ideas to your advantage. People love honesty and transparency, and when you tell somebody we tried something and it didn't work, they will trust you more. It's a weird thing. When you tell people that you failed, they're gonna like you more because we all know consciously or subconsciously that not everything works out as planned. So when you say, yeah, we tried this, but it didn't work out. That's why we went back to this system. That's why we chose to go back to this software, or that's why we went back to the old layout, or that's why we brought back an old product because the new ones didn't turn out exactly like we expected them to. When you are open and honest and transparent, your customers will appreciate it, and they will most likely know, like, and trust you more, but additionally, they're more likely to come back and spend more money with your business because they trust who you are and they trust that you're giving them the very best that you possibly could. If you want to comment on this or you want some of the links to help you accomplish the goals that we talked about in this video, go to ellerywells.com slash tap your ideas. There will be a link below this video if you're watching it on Facebook or on YouTube. And you can click the links over there and, and get all of the stuff that you need or leave a comment because I would love to know how you are implementing this in your own business. I'm Ellery Wells from ElleryWells.com and everything that we do here on video, on my blog or podcast is to empower and equip you with the right mindset and the right tools for you to be successful in today's business world. Thanks for watching. Make sure you drop a comment below. Leave a like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Have an amazing day and go do something awesome. Hey, what did you think of this training? I thought it was pretty important. This is a concept that I have been focusing on for about a year right now. And whenever I heard about it, whenever I discovered this this idea of the it part, I mean, it just it just seemed to make a whole lot of sense. Let me know what you think. Go to ElleryWells.com slash tap your ideas. Leave a comment. You'll get all of the links for this video. And let me know if this topic, all of these ideas that we talked about today, help you move forward with your next right step faster than ever before. Again, thanks for listening. I'm Ellery Wells. This is the Ellery Wells Show. Have an amazing day. And as always, go do something awesome.